0: Welcome to Light the Match. Here, you'll find a discussion of the match cards for some of wrestling's top programs. And today, we're talking AEW Rampage. So, tonight's episode is the October 8th episode. And I think with the four matches that are already on this card, just for the hour show, which I think is kind of impressive. I know at AEW they love to stack their shows and I think tonight's rampage is just another example of that. And with the four matches that are already announced tonight, there has the potential to be quite a few upsets, I think. Whether they'll happen, I obviously don't know. But with some of these matchups, I think if some of these people were to lose or to Um, I don't know, maybe even just have a disqualification and start a serious feud with someone else. I think that that has the potential to happen here. So to begin on that note, I want to talk about CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia. So I am a huge CM Punk fan. I was a huge CM Punk fan back in his WWE days, but I feel uh, like there are very few people who weren't big CM Punk fan at some point in time. He is so great, and he's still so great, and I am now also a big Daniel Garcia fan, so I'm having a difficult time figuring out exactly who to root for here, and I know that no matter who wins this match, who comes out on top as the winner of this match, that the match itself is going to be great. Daniel Garcia, already in his short time in AEW, has already had a lot of impressive matches with some of aw's top talent he's gone against darby allen we've seen he's gone against john Moxley. we've seen he's had a lot of matches on dark both with 2.0 and by himself where he has been equally as impressive and he is facing suzuki later tonight Um, as we already know rampage is taped so he'll be Uh, battling Suzuki in California. Um, He'll fight Davey Richards on Sunday, and he had a match with Alex Shelley last night, Daniel Garcia, obviously not for AEW, but um, for various other wrestling promotions, and he's been killing it at those shows. So, while he's not officially signed to AEW, I know in an interview with Dan Housen, he talked about wanting to wrestle ring of honor he wanted to wrestle for new japan so he's got a lot that that he hopes to accomplish and i mean he's he's young so he definitely has the chance to do it with his talent it's certainly possible that he can accomplish those things but because he's already gone against talent like darby and moxley on televised programs. And of course I can count Dark and the matches he's had on Dark because they have been, in my opinion, television worthy. Um, A lot of the matches on Dark are television worthy, but because it's not, I guess, officially on cable television, I won't count them. In addition to those matches that I named with Suzuki, with Davey Richards, with Alex Shelley for other promotions, and of course those aren't the only big names that Daniel Garcia has faced, but it's certainly some of uh, his latest, I feel, uh, impressive combats. So with all that in mind, and the fact that he's not even signed to AEW yet, I think because we just saw Bobby Fish after his match with Sammy Guevara um, sign AEW, I'm hoping that we get a Daniel Garcia is all elite graphic soon. Um, but of course, obviously, like I said, you know he's got interest in wanting to wrestle with other promotions, and of course AEW, you know, does things where they you know allow still their talent to appear at indie shows and all those types of things. So. It would be impressive to see. I'm still very excited for this match. On, of course, CM Punk's side, he's already won against Darby, so they've got that in common of at least facing Darby in the ring. Um, And so, you know, CM Punk had his match with Darby, his first match in seven years, because we were all tuning in for that at All Out, or maybe not everyone, but everyone was waiting to (laughs) to see the results of what happened from that match. And then, of course, he had his match with Hobbs at Rampage Grand Slam. Both were really great matches. I personally, if I had to pick my favorite between the two, loved his match with Hobbs. I thought that one was so well done. Um, And I really love that even when CM Punk is winning these matches. I love that even when he is having these promos with them and he's cutting these um, impressive... I don't know, I would hate to call them discussions, but we all know promos, the dialogue, and the mind games involved in cutting a good promo. I think, obviously, with Darby, there was a little bit more of that, than more so than with Hobbs, but regardless, I love that when CM Punk is prepping for these matches, in lieu of these matches, and he's talking them up, he is really doing a great job at putting over this upcoming talent. And when he wins, he continues to put over that upcoming talent. He doesn't just say, like, yeah, I beat them and, you know, that was that. But it's more of, you know, they challenged me and I, you know, I survived Hobbs. You know, it wasn't like I annihilated him and I buried him. And to me, you know, it's, it's a great sign of respect. And it, it really is proving that he wanted to be an AEW to help put over some of these new guys. And I think because... Obviously, Darby and Hobbs are both, I mean, they're stars now, but the way that they're going to continue to grow, and I know I'm not alone in that belief. So I think knowing that, knowing what CM Punk is capable of doing with the younger talent, knowing what Garcia has been able to show against um, some of those names like Darby, like John Moxley, and of course, the matches he's had outside of AEW, the matches he's had on Dark for AEW, just... The matches that both of these men are capable of putting on in their own right. This match, I would love to see it go on forever. Obviously, I know with the card that they've got, that's not possible. I would love to see this match again, I'm sure. I would love to see Garcia continue to fight Top Guys in AEW. I would love to see CM Punk continue to fight the upcoming talent um, in AEW. So, I know I'll get both of those things. So, I'm excited. I'm very, very, very excited speaking of new talent, we can move on to our second match, which is Jade Cargill versus Sky Blue. So Sky Blue is coming off of her first win on Dark this past week. She had a loss on Elevation, and then she won her match that she had on Dark on Tuesday. So she's coming off of that adrenaline for her win. But of course, we all know that Jade is still undefeated. She successfully came out of her match against Nyla Rose and Thunder Rosa last week on Rampage. She was pretty dominant in that match. I I don't know. I had expected. I, I actually thought if Jade was going to lose a match, if they were going to end her undefeated streak, it was going to be in that match. And she came out on top. I love Jade. I love Nyla. I love Thunder Rosa. So it was hard to, you know, put, you know, my own feelings aside of just who i liked because i liked them all um but i was surprised i'd say um a little bit because I, I expected you know whoever to win that match was going to want an aw women's title shot and now that they've introduced the tbs women's championship tournament I'm curious I'm curious to see um, because I expected Thunder Rosa to win the triple threat last week I expected her to use that momentum to want to challenge Britt Baker and obviously that wasn't what happened and so I'm curious um, as to what's going to happen I think Jade Thunder Rosa or Nyla um, could all be the TBS champion I I know we saw a couple people already um, announced for that TBS tournament and in that was Sky Blue so I don't know I'm curious if if Sky Blue manages to get an upset here over Jade. Obviously, that would be huge for Sky Blue. That would be huge for Jade. And if not, and Jade continues her undefeated streak, which is kind of how I'm thinking this is probably going to go, then I think that, obviously, this is going to carry Jade while going forward for potential championship matches. And I've seen some people say that, you know, Jade is still kind of green in the ropes, so it's kind of iffy, and whether they're going to put a championship on her so soon, and, you know, that's a reasonable question to have, really, Um, and there are so many women in AEW that I could see championships being on, but because now there's only two, um, it's hard to it's hard to tell it's hard to see like yeah this person really does need this championship or this person really deserves that championship and uh, for me one of the very first people that comes to my mind is chris statlander i love chris statlander and she's probably my favorite woman on the roster so yeah I, i think she would be a killer champion and i mean i love Britt Baker. I love her as champion. She's been on a roll. She's great. Um, she does great. So, you know, there's a lot. And I mean, She did just lost to Serena, so Serena might be coming for some championships now. I mean, there's no telling. You know, the women in AEW, and, and I mean, not just in AEW. I mean, WWE's got some great women on their roster too, but AEW, the women division is so strong. It's so powerful. I love what the women are able to do, not just in the ring, but when they are cutting their promos, and they are so convincing. They're just well-rounded, and I am very, very, very excited for this TBS tournament to see who's going to be that champ, and I'm excited to see where Britt Baker's next feud is coming from I feel like she's feuded with so many people on the roster people really want to see her with Thunder Rosa and I think they would put on a good match but I also think if someone is to beat Britt Baker I'm wondering if it will be Thunder Rosa I know a lot of people think that it'll eventually be Ruby Soho that'll take her down but I feel Britt's reign's not close to being over yet so I feel when that time comes then potentially ruby potentially Lenorosa will take it off of her of course i'm still holding on to my hope for kristat but now that there's a second championship i'm hoping i'm hoping big things i'm hoping big things so speaking of championship matches we can move on to match three which is the lucha bros who are the current aw world tag team champions taking on the acclaimed in this championship match on rampage and it's one of two championship matches that will be on Rampage tonight. So the Luch Bros obviously won the championships from the Young Bucks at All Out. And really what I would say was, I mean, the, the card was so stacked. All the matches were so well done. So I can't even say easily, you know, match of the night because there were so many matches that were so good. I mean, every single one, you know, you were like, how are they going to top this? Easily, 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 I could say probably the greatest, yeah, I, I feel confident saying the greatest just wrestling program, period, that I feel I've ever seen. So, point is, you know, they've had other matches since then, of course, but uh, the Acclaimed, the Acclaimed are, are, are new uh, for the Lucha Bros. I, I think uh, the Acclaimed, you know, they like to play mind games um, a little bit in, uh, or Max does anyway, in his raps, and so I I know obviously, you know, I don't see the Lucha Bros being the type of people that get overly invested in these types of things, but um, I definitely expect to see them retain their titles. Um, I think the Acclaimed, they're still climbing the ladder, they're still making their return, coming off that suspension, and because of that killer match that the Lucha Bros had with the Young Bucks, to win the Tag Team Championship, I don't see the Acclaimed being the ones to take the titles off the of Lucha Bros. I don't. But I do think, regardless, because of the caliber of the matches that Lucha Bros are able to put on, I think this is going to help propel the Acclaimed, which is good for them. It's good for them coming off that suspension. It's good for them in terms of still climbing the ladder. I definitely think that Facing these bigger talents, and like I was saying earlier, for Daniel Garcia, for Powerhouse Hobbs, and even for Darby, um, facing someone like CM Punk in their careers really does help to propel them. And I think in AEW, because there is such an amazing tag team roster, like, honestly, probably one of the most impressive tag team rosters I have ever seen. So I, yeah, I mean, being one of the most impressive tag team rosters I've ever seen I think the Acclaimed need this match with the Lucha Bros I think you know going from having those matches with tag teams on dark going from people knowing who they are but maybe not being as overly familiar with them obviously as the Lucha Bros as the Young Bucks as Best Friends as Santana and Ortiz as FTR yeah I mean the the Acclaimed aren't As, you know, you can't just say the acclaimed and expect people, you know, almost immediately to know yet. Um, So I think this match, obviously, is going to help propel them. I'm not saying it's going to make them into superstars yet, but I think it's going to go a long way in helping them start to kind of work their way up to potentially becoming the AEW Tag Team Champions. And in terms of taking the belts off the Lucha Bros, just because they're such fierce competitors... I personally would love to see Santana and Ortiz be the ones to take the belts off the Lucha Bros when the time is right. I love Santana and Ortiz. To me, they are one of the most entertaining tag teams to watch in the ring. I absolutely love their energy together. I love the matches that they put on. I could watch them for hours. Just them. I love Santana and Ortiz. I love, love, love them. And so I would love to see them become champions. I would love to see them be able to take the belts off the Lucha Bros. I think a match that they would be able to have with the Lucha Bros would be so much fun. It would be so action-packed um, of all kinds of flips, of all kinds of stomps, and just moves I feel like you wouldn't even really expect to see coming from any of those guys. And my only thing is, is you know, AEW is, has really mastered telling a long-term story. And so there's no really, you know, there's no telling when a feud like that might even begin to form. Of course, Santana and Ortiz, they're not currently involved in that weird inner circle feud with Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, and American Top Team with Dan Lambert and Men of the Year and all those other folks. So, I mean, they're kind of free to do whatever they want. I feel Lucha Bros don't really have an exact person, obviously, that they're feuding with either. So, I don't see why it couldn't happen. Uh, Obviously, of course, we'd have to wait to see, but whatever. Um, And, I mean, Dan Lambert, just on the topic of the American Top Team, he is so great at generating heat. Um, But that feud with them is just not... And with them, of course, being Chris Jericho, Hager, and Guevara, it's just not resonating with me like I'd want it to. He's so good at getting heat, and I think, I mean, somebody picking on Judas will always be funny, um, but just with Chris and Hager and Guevara, I feel like they're all at such separate stages. Now that Sammy is TNT champion, um, I don't know. It, it just feels strange. It feels odd. And I mean, the, the rivalry's been going on, you know, for a few weeks now and I still just don't kind of get it. I don't really get it. I can't really wrap my head around it, but I was thinking, okay, if not Jericho, if not Hager, if not Guevara, if not this, you know, inner circle that's not the inner circle, then who would be a good fit for American top team to start feuding with, and I was really starting to think, because Dan Lambert's always the one, primarily, that talks on the mic that's cutting these promos I'm like who but I want to see challenge him on the mic and I really started to think that if team Taz had the numbers I think some of those big guys Lambert's guys going against some of team Taz would be so crazy I think seeing some of those huge huge dudes going against someone like Hobbs would be so phenomenal. And I mean, Dan Lambert on the mic versus Taz on the mic. And I mean, not even, you know, just Taz, but because they're the primary managers of their respective, you know, factions, their respective teams. I think they would be, I think that'd be such a killer feud. I really, really do. And I wish, 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 wish Team Taz had, like, this expansive roster, where they can do it, and I mean, you know, technically, I guess you could say the inner circle, that's not the inner circle, doesn't have those numbers either, but obviously, they can combine um, people, they can find, you know, different, uh, I guess, combinations that work, Lambert can, um, amongst his people, but I think Team Taz, man, I would love to see that. Um, if I had to see the <laughs> you know Dan Lambert and American Top Team going against someone, I think Team Taz. I think it would help elevate both teams. I think it would honestly be so entertaining to watch. And while we're talking Team Taz, that brings us to the final match on Rampage card for today. And I am very excited for this. I'm excited for this one for a couple of different reasons. I'm excited for all the matches, but um, this one I feel, I, I, I feel like a lot of people are just kind of waiting... Uh, for this feud to end. So, the last match, of course, is Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage for the FTW Championship in a Philly street fight. So, I'm hoping to see Ricky keep the FTW Championship. And I'm hoping that that means once whoever wins, and I hope it's Ricky, that they will be able to put this whole feud to bed. Brian Cage, I think everybody's probably already heard about it with um, the whole thing with his wife on on Twitter talking, or I guess she posted a screenshot um, of an article or an opinion or whatever it was, just talking about how she didn't believe that he was being utilized properly on the roster, and then there was all these things of people thinking that, you know, he wasn't happy in AEW, and that was how he was feeling, and it was just a whole thing for a good couple of days and I mean I still see people talking about it and everything. So regardless, I'm hoping that you know, I'm I'm seeing Ricky keep the belt. I'm seeing Brian Cage being able to put his beef with Team Taz to rest. And I see Ricky being able to feud with someone else. I'm seeing Brian Cage being able to feud with someone else, allowing both of these men to just grow and expand their careers in AW. I know when CM Punk started his feud with Team Taz, people thought he was just going to kind of run through the team, or at least I thought he was just kind of going to go through the members of Team Taz, but he wrestled Hobbs, and now he's already moved on from Team Taz, and there was a whole build-up with CM Punk and Hook, and I mean, they're still talking about CM Punk and Hook, so... Um, I don't know where we're going to see that match. I'm hoping that we get to see that match because, again, CM Punk's been putting over young talent. Hook hasn't had his first match yet, we all know. So, it would be cool to see that. Obviously, we'd hate to see Hook lose his first match because CM Punk obviously has not lost yet. And as much as I love Daniel Garcia, as much as I would love to see him win and upset Punk there, I'm sure that Punk's momentum will continue. So, I mean, we could always have Hook be the one, you know, to dethrone Punk, which would be really interesting to see. But, yeah, uh, with Ricky, I would love to see him in a bunch with CM Punk. I think their mic skills would be really crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, if that were to build up, all right, Team Taz isn't done with you, CM Punk, and, and Stark starts feuding with him, and then eventually even Hook. Um, but if not, then... I see Ricky's championship, the FTW championship, Taz's championship, whatever you want to refer to it as, I think if Ricky loses it, he is going to lose it to Hobbs. And if not Hobbs, then I see him losing it to Hook once Hook makes his debut. And I say that because a lot of people have already said that they would love to see Hobbs enter the TNT championship picture sometime soon. Since Sammy won, and I think really even before sammy i mean imagine a match with hobbs and miro um so a lot of people yeah have wanted to see him and i know i say a lot of people want to see him take it off sammy sammy's only been champion for about a week but i i do think that that would be really cool to see happen hobbs is such a dominant figure he quite literally is a powerhouse and so i think Him taking this championship off Sammy, taking it off Ricky, he could have both belts. Just whatever. I mean, Hobbs is champion for any champion at this point would just be so great. So yeah, I I totally see Hobbs being able to obviously take the championship off Ricky. You know, for whatever reason, if Team Taz started to disintegrate or if they want to keep building up Team Taz, they want to build up those numbers. Potentially have that feud with American Top Team, whatever. Um, But if not, you know, I think Hobbs entering the TNT Championship picture, I personally would love to see him in that more so than, you know, feuding for the FTW Championship to create more tension than Team Taz. So I'd much, 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 much rather see him um, entering that TNT Championship picture when the time's right. I would definitely see that if Ricky's going to lose that FTW Championship to someone else in Team Taz, that it would be Hook. I think we've seen... Hook arguably with Ricky more than anybody else on TV I mean now that's kind of shifted to Hobbs but you know any celebration um, when Ricky first won the championship and he was out in the ring and he was having his celebration only person that was standing in the ring with him was Hook so I, I think you know having kind of like a MJF Wardlow situation of them kind of slowly turning on each other and slowly having a lot of tension would be really cool. And when it comes to Brian Cage and the feuds that he could have, I think, obviously, I want to see him fight other big dudes. He could fight someone like Hobbs, but that's not where this feud's gone, and I don't want to see him feuding with Team Taz any further. And so I'm thinking, like I said, everyone is expecting Wardlow. It's been building for a long time. He's going to turn against the Pinnacle, or at the very least, he's going to turn against MJF. And when that happens, it's going to be big. It's going to be huge. He's going to get a magnificent pop. And I mean, people already love Wardlow, even if he's with MJF, even if he's with the Pinnacle. And so I think he and Brian Cage, we the Brian Cage, they have had their fights outside of AEW in a lot of other promotions. And AEW is not ashamed to incorporate other storylines from other promotions into their own programming, which I absolutely love because it does highlight things that not a lot of people know. It highlights a lot of interesting stories that sometimes just don't get you know, fully flushed out. So I love that they do that. And I'm not saying I want to necessarily see Brian Cage and Wardlow fight each other. I was thinking about them in form of a tag team. They would be so destructive. And I would love that. I would love to see them. Just two big dudes as a tag team. They'd be great. I, I really do think that whenever Wardlow decides to turn, if Brian Cage is available They'd make a killer tag team. And that is the final match for tonight's Rampage show. Again, you have been listening to Light the Match, and I hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening.